Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. here for this last hour, 2022, those of you who are watching us online, joining us for this last hour, 2022, I just want to do something real quick, if you had a, uh-oh moment in 2022, stand up, uh-oh moment in 2022, stand up. Or if you had a for real moment in 2022, let me see you stand. Or if you had a I can't believe that happened moment. At some point in 2022. Or an I can't believe that moment. It is the last hour, on the last day, in the last month of 2022, and guess what? You are still here. In spite of everything that you saw, in spite of everything that you experienced, I never shall forget what he's done for me, never shall forget. Never shall forget what he's done for me because he is worthy. There is no God like our God. There is no God like our God. And you can't go wrong putting your trust in him. You cannot go because he can do things that your father, your mother, your doctor, your banker, he can do things that none of them can do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name. God, we bless you. We thank you, God. We give you praise. We honor you for keeping us through this year. Hallelujah. Bless your God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Let's go to, I got 22 minutes. It's 27 minutes until, 27 minutes until 12. I got 22 minutes. <laughs> when they get to 12 o'clock, take a break. If we still, if we, if we still going. Amen. Let's real quick, um, James chapter 2. James chapter 2, verse uh, 17. James chapter 2, verse 17. Uh, and it reads, even so faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. Amen. Amen. 
Let's go before the Lord. Father, we bless you and thank you, Lord, for your word, the power of your word. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come together as a corporate body. Lord, you said where two or more are gathered in my name, that I am in the midst. So, God, we give you praise for your presence in this place on tonight. Father God, we come in a spirit of agreement with our attention turned towards you. Our desire is for you to speak to our hearts that on this night, as we usher in a new year, we are encouraged. We are edified, we are built up. As we desire to see your glory made manifest. Father, we have found ourselves at this particular point in time, year after year after year. And over the course of years, we've made declarations that the next year is going to be our year. But tonight, God, we make a different declaration. Our declaration tonight, God, is that next year is going to be your year. It will be your year in our lives. So, God, we bless you. We thank you. We honor you for all that you have done, how you've kept us, and all that you plan to do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Y'all excited about tonight? Amen. Is anybody excited about Jesus? Amen. You know, when Bishop came up and did the scripture and he was talking about our theme for 2022 being uh, completing the task. And he, what, what did y'all, did y'all do something? The sound changed. Um, the 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 um, twenty twenty two theme was completing the task, and uh, he went to the scripture in Acts chapter twenty, and uh, Paul basically said in that scripture that uh, his only focus was fulfilling the task, the assignment that God had for him that the Holy Spirit had prepared him to be prepared for whatever he was going to encounter. But his only desire was to complete the task. How I many of you know that God has a specific task, a specific assignment for your life? Amen. Within your sphere of influence, I have to understand that there are some things that God has ordained. God has ordained for me to do. Um, within that. So Paul in Acts chapter 20 was, was so convinced and, and so uh, sold out when it came to God that he said, you know what, it doesn't matter what happens, whether I'm thrown in jail or beaten. He said, I'll do it all. I count my life as dumb. You know, I'll do it all for the sake of Christ. You know, so that's, that's a powerful mindset and attitude to have when it comes to what to what uh, God has for you to do. So I have to understand that God has, within my sphere of influence, if I understand that God has an assignment, there are some things that he wants me to do, it's important for me to seek God and to see what those things are. Amen? Amen. And, and I'll talk to you about why in just a few minutes. But when we, we talked about our theme being completing the task, and then now uh, this 2023 scene, theme is make application. Make application. That is, that is two words, but that is extremely powerful. In those two words, sums up every, the entire approach we should have. We should have to our walk with Christ, understanding that 
Uh, this is not a social club that we are a part of. Amen. I mean, this is not this is this is not a fraternity or a sorority. This is this is not a group that comes together. When we are family, but we are family through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So understanding that, understanding that, I understand that there are some certain things that I that 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 make me who I am. You know, all of us remember growing up, and we were sitting in church, and uh, I remember as a young child, the, the church mothers, all of the mothers in the church, you know, when we were growing up, we were kids, everybody had to make that walk. You had to make that walk up front to sit, to sit in that chair and say you wanted to give your life to Jesus. Amen. And then after that walk, you would be baptized. You know, I was one of the last of my cousins to be baptized because... I had some. I felt some type of way about going under that water, Bishop. I just wasn't ready. I had to. I, 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 I had a sense of what the Lord was, but that water was terrifying to me. So, I was. I was one of the last ones, one of my cousins, to make that walk up to the church. But when, but we understand over the over the course of maturing, we understand that it's not about. Walking up to sit in a chair in front of a church, amen. No, it's it's not. It's not even about us coming together and singing good songs that that get our emotions high and make us feel good about who we are, where we are, what we're doing. That's not what it's about. It is all about a practical application of what he has said in in his word. And 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 even when you go back and look at the history of the church. I mean, not, not the history of church, but the history of God's people. How the Bible says in Genesis, he said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. So you were created in the image and the likeness of God. Is that right? Romans chapter 8 talks about the fact. Romans chapter 8 talks about um, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of a son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. Whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So God in his omnipotence, in his omniscience, and in his omnipresence, created us in his image and his likeness. Not only did he create us, he predestined us, he ordained us. There were some specific things that he had assigned to who we are. It is not just a coincidence that Bishop has the heart for missions that he has. It's not coincidence that Bishop has been to the places that he has been to. It's not coincidence that the doors that have been opened for Bishop to travel on the mission field have happened. That's not chance. That is something that has been ordained by God. What we have seen, what we have experienced, what we have witnessed is Bishop's obedience to the call of God when it comes to the opportunity, when it comes to the plan that God has for his life. He is completing the task, amen, making application of the word of God. So now I understand when it comes to application, when it comes to application, it's important that I, that I, and in James chapter 2, he talks about faith. In James chapter 2, he talks about faith. He says, faith without works is what? 
I'm going to say one more time again. Faith without works is what? Dead. Dead. All right, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what you doing? (laughs) Amen. Turn to your other neighbor. Say, other neighbor. neighbor. I don't normally do that. What you doing? All right. Faith with faith without works is dead. Yeah. So what? So what? So what are you doing? There should be some exercise of your faith that is taking place. And guess, and and see, the thing is, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. So the more the more as I hear the word, what happens? I acquire faith. As I acquire faith, I, I exercise it. Right. As I exercise it, what happens? I can I grow and I begin to hear more word. The more word I hear, the more my faith increases and the more I begin to exercise it. So there should be continual progression. Somebody say continual progression. There should be continual progression with regard to the faith that I exercise. That's why when it comes when it comes to the experiences that we've had in 2022, I imagine some of I listen. I experienced some things in 2022 I was not expecting. And and in order for me to handle them, it it required humility. It required patience. It, 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 It required putting my feelings to the side. So, so now, so now what, and when now I look back, I look back on that, on my year in 2022, and I've discovered, Bishop, I'm a different person. How I started the year, the beginning of the year, and how I, the person I am now are two different people. I've, I've matured with some, in some respects. Gained a few pounds too. I've I've matured in, in in some respects, but it came through the experiences that I had. That I had to put myself in certain situations, right? That required me to trust God more than I trusted myself. And see, that's that's the challenge for us because I've got to be able to trust God more than I trust myself. And, you know, we don't say it, but we trust ourselves a whole lot. We trust ourselves a whole lot. Huh? But you got to trust, you, you got to say, you know what, God, I got to trust you in this situation. Listen, when it comes to making application, one of the things that you have to understand is God has made an investment in you. I'm going to say that again. God has made an investment in you. What are you talking about? God has given you his word. Not only has God given you his word, but God, he said, I will give you pastors after what? After my own heart. He's given you a pastor to watch over you. God, God has done all things. God has bought you with a price. Jesus said in 1 Corinthians, no, Paul's in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who was in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Somebody say, bought with a price. 
So you don't belong to you. If you if you proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you don't belong to you. You belong to God. Now, before we get upset about that, I understand that there are some benefits to belonging to God. There are some benefits to be belonging to God. There are some benefits. Some of those benefits are God is a provider. He is not uh, He is not going to see you begging for bread. You also you have to understand that, listen, when it comes to those benefits, God purchased you because God saw that there was a value that you had. You only buy what's valuable to you, right? Huh? Am I gonna go into the store and buy something that's of no value to me? And take it home and just throw it in the garage. And like, no, I bought it. I bought it. Why? Because it's valuable to me. Right? So that I have an expectation as an owner that the purpose for which I bought it is going to be fulfilled. Right? So Jesus said he has redeemed us. Right? Paul said we were bought with a price. So, so there's an expectation because we've been purchased now. There's an expectation that, that as believers, as the sons of God, there's a purpose behind what we are, why we are living. There's a purpose that he has for us. You know, so if I understand that God has a purpose for me, then it behooves me to, to understand, to seek God, and to find out what that purpose is. That's why it's so important that we understand it's not just it's not just me acquiring the faith. It's me, it's me beginning to work based on the faith that I've acquired. Amen? Amen. My wife and I went to uh, the Tina Turner musical. And um, I, don't, I didn't know a whole lot about the life of Tina Turner. I mean, I knew a little bit. I knew she was, she was in an abusive relationship. But there was one point in the musical where after she made a decision to leave her husband, and then she was trying to, to do it on her own. Bishop, she struggled. And, I mean, like, she was, she was, she was doing shows in, in Las Vegas. Um, and she was struggling to pay her bills. And one of the things, one of the things that, um, was, that caught my attention while we were watching the show was there was one point in the show where she said that um, she got a letter from her hu husband's lawyers that said she could not sing any of the songs that she had written while while they were while she was a part of their group. The reason she couldn't sing any of those songs was because he had the rights to them. Because he had the rights to them. And I and as I was hearing that, I began to think about, you know, while we were sitting there, I was like, you know, I could hear the Lord saying, you know what? He has the rights to us. He, he, he has he has the right he has he has the rights to us so so because he has the rights to us there are certain boundaries that come along with the rights that he has right so with within those rights because he has the rights to us you there's a there's some value there's some value attached to us right within the value that attached to us and the fact that he has rights to us, that that assures that assures that he having the rights is is 
is able to receive all of the royalties that come from the exercising of what he has rights to. Uh, are you with me? Right, so don't, don't you understand the significance of the relationship that you have in Christ? Because God has the rights to us because we have been bought with a price, because we have been redeemed. Now he has the rights to us, right? And, and now when you, when you couple that with the fact that, that he created with us, us with a purpose, he predestined us, he ordained us, right? There were some things that he set in motion and set in order. When I understand all of that and understand now he has the rights to us, I also understand there's that through the power of his word that he has given me, that he said does not return void, that as his word goes forth, it causes things to happen within the atmosphere, right? And I am his agent, right? I'm his agent that he has the rights to that is out there, and it is producing a product based on what I put in it to make. And as long as, as long as what I have the rights to is being utilized and producing, it creates revenue. It creates revenue for me, right? Because another part of it, they were talking about something called royalties, right? That, that you are, that you have a right to. Because your product that you have is out there, right? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So it's understanding God has made an investment in me, so I don't belong to myself. The second thing, listen, embrace the practicality of the word of God. Embrace the practicality. Too often we separate what is practical to us from the word of God, in part because we perceive our own practical interpretation of a situation more significant or gratifying or powerful than the application of the word of God. When it comes to the, when it comes to the practical application of things in life, how many times do we, do, we, do we just handle things on our own rather than saying, what does God want me to do in this situation? Huh? Too often there are things, there are things, I mean, if we just said, God, what do you want me to eat today? Can you imagine what he would say if you really listen? Uh, uh, I mean, listen, if you love the Lord, if you love the Lord, next time you're in the Bojangles or the McDonald's fast food, food line, I want you to just close your eyes and say, Lord, what would you like me to eat today? And if he tells you to stay there, call me. Because I want to ask him why he's treating you different <laughs> than, he's treating, than he's treating me. But listen, we separate what is practical to us from the word of God. You know, and it, and it comes to what we understand about, listen, how powerful this word is. Right, think about this. Think about this. Is it more powerful? Is it more powerful to learn what to do or do what you learn. Hmm? 
Which one is it, is it more powerful to learn what to do or do than to or do what you learn? Which one? Which one has the greatest impact? Because the thing is, sometimes in the church, we've learned what to do. We've learned what to do. I've learned to turn the other cheek. Now, whether or not that's what you get, I can't say that right now. But that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the attitude. Learn what to do or do what you learn. In this coming year, let this be the Lord's year. Let this be the year that you determine that you're going to do what you've learned. Think about how much you have learned sitting under Bishop Jackson. The practicality of the word of God, that if we applied the word to every situation in our lives, how would it be different? How would it be different? Where would our, where would our mental state be? Right? What would be the status of our mental health? That's why it's so important it's so important that when we pick the word up to read it, to study it, it's, I, I'm not doing, we're not doing it just because it's something that we want to learn. I'm going to this because, God, I, this is something that I need to do. Because in my life, there are some things that I'm encountering that are strange and different to me. And I need the help of your spirit and I need the power of your word to be able to endure these things. Understanding you have placed me in this time. You have placed me in this place for a specific reason. So if, so if that's why you have placed me here, then I've got to understand that there's some practical application. There's some practical application of your word to my situation. I mean, listen, it's not enough for me just to pick God up on Sunday. It's not enough for me just to pick God up on Sunday because guess what? On Sunday, the enemy might leave you alone. But on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, he's on your heels. And if you're not, if you're not aware enough, if you're not aware enough, right, then what's going to happen? You're going to continually fall. Because at the end of the day, what he wants to do is separate you. Because he knows what you have. Isn't it something that we have an enemy who knows more about what, who, who understands the power of what we have more than we do? Isn't that something? That he, he, he is more threatened by what we have and sometimes we don't realize it. But oh, when we come to realize it, it's 11.58. Okay, and this, this is my last point. Listen, the most powerful testimony is 
the one of little or no words. The most powerful testimony is the one of little or no words. And it goes all the way back to making application. Because when I make an application of the word, James in James chapter 2 said, faith without works is dead. How do I know, how do I know that you have faith? Not by your words, but by your works. I don't know that you have faith by what you say. Because you can say a lot. I know that you have faith by your words. I mean, by your works. By what you do. Amen. I have 1159, Bishop. Amen. So, huh? So we're going to bring in the new year praising God. So we're going to pause right here. All right. We're going to pause right here and then we're going to finish my message. So I want everybody to stand to their feet and just begin to give God some praise. He is worthy. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for keeping us on this year. God, we thank you for ushering us in to your year. God, we declare and decree right now that as your children, as your children, we want to see your glory made manifest. Turn to your neighbor and say, Happy 2023. Amen. This is the new year. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. We give you praise, God. We glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Now, now, one more thing. In this time out, in this time out, I want you to grab somebody by the hand. Grab, grab somebody by the hand real quick. Listen. I want you to turn to that person. Turn, turn to somebody. Turn to somebody, okay? Listen, this, 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 is, this is real important because this is where the power comes from. Listen, I want, I, want you to, I want you to say to that person what I'm getting ready to say to you. Are, are you ready? Whatever you went through in 2022... It's 2023 now. You are more than a conqueror. You are victorious through Jesus Christ. No weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment against you, thou shalt condemn. That's your heritage. You are more 
You are more than a conqueror. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image and likeness of God. In 2023, let this be look the Lord's year in your life. On this night, we speak life and not death. We speak wholeness. We speak healing. We speak prosperity. And we declare that this declaration shall carry you the rest of this year. Now give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, God. Glory. Amen. Yeah. This, yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, let me help you understand what just happened. That, that word was released into the atmosphere. That word that was released was according to the word of God. Every word that you spoke was scripture was the word that God had placed into his word. And what God said about his word is his word goes forth and does not return void. I want you to hear that again. God said his word goes forth and does not return void. So there has been a release into the atmosphere of the word that has been spoken. And so this is what I want you to do throughout this year. I want you... To I want you to often reflect on this moment so that when challenges come and struggles come, you come back to that word that's been released in this atmosphere and you speak to whatever craziness that's in front of you and say, whatever you are, I know one thing, you are not real. And you are not real in my life. Because the word that has been spoken over my life is powerful and powerful enough to move you out of my way. Because where I'm going, where I'm going, I can't get to with you standing there. So you got to go. Amen? Amen. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. Come on and give God some praise. And the last, the last sort of, the first point, the first point that we made was understanding that God has made an investment in you. God, God has the rights to us, right? Right? And, and it's important that we understand the benefits that come from that, the power, the intent that God has because of that. And then the second point, we talked about embracing the practicality of the Word of God, which is probably, which is probably... That in itself 
is extremely significant and necessary. If we, listen, understanding that if we just took the time to begin to work to say, hey, I'm going to walk, walk this walk this word out. If I take the time to say, I'm just going to walk this word out, trust God and watch God move on your situation. Right? Watch God. You don't know what he has for you. You don't know what he has for you sitting back waiting on it to happen. Right? It's not going to happen that way. It's not going to happen that way because at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you were created for the praises of his glory, right? There's no glory in God raining blessings on somebody that's sitting down. How does anyone come to understand and know that God is a healer if he doesn't heal somebody who's sick? How does somebody come to know that God is a provider if he does not provide for somebody? Who's unable to provide for themselves? How, how do people come to know that God is a God of peace? If nobody sees you go through a situation that, that, is, that is just full of havoc and you maintain your peace, understanding the most powerful testimony. The most powerful testimony is the one of little or no words. People listen, people listen more to what you do than to what you say. I'm going to say that again. People listen. People listen more to what you do than to what you say. How much can you learn from somebody by watching what they do? I was in a, um, I was at work at a conference, and they gave us they gave us this little Lego toy to put together, and they broke us up into six groups, and three of the groups had written instructions. And then three of the groups had instructions that had pictures where they could watch the toy being put together. They finished it three times. As they, they, they stopped us. We, we, my group had the instructions that we had to read. And they stopped us. They they stopped us. We didn't finish putting it together. But the other group, they put it together just like that. Why? Because they had something that they could see. They had something that they could see to help them put the picture together. So when people see us, when people see us, we are that picture of Jesus. For a lot of people that we meet, we are the only experience they will ever have of who Jesus is. And so wouldn't it be a shame if we had a nasty attitude or disposition? Huh? Or, the, or wouldn't it be a shame 
if we were not acting as though we were representing Christ. At every opportunity we have in our sphere of influence, there's an opportunity to, for you to make an application, an application of who Jesus is in your life, right? Based on what you have learned in the word of God, understand that it's not so important that I learn that what's important is that I do what I learn. Right? Right. Because learning how to do it, that's, that's just becomes wasted knowledge. Right? That's of no benefit to me. And it, and it goes back to, to um, Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Verse 24. And he was saying to them, take care of what you listen to. By your standard of measure, it shall be measured to you. And more shall be given you besides. So in this passage of scripture, he says, um, <clears throat> take care of what you listen to. In uh, the King James verse the NIV says, consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. So God holds us accountable for what we have, right? To whom much is given, much is required. God holds us accountable for what we've learned. It's not enough for us just to learn it. The power is behind us learning, is doing, the power is behind us doing what we've learned. Faith without works is dead. Make, the, make application. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Amen. Let's just go before the Lord. Father, we bless you and we thank you, Lord, for the power of your word on tonight. We thank you, God, for those under the sound of my voice, those who are joining us online. And Lord, as we lift everyone up and as we enter into this season called 2023, Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for keeping us. On this night, God, we, we commit this year into your hands. And our desire is that you will use us for your glory. We thank you, Lord, for the power of your word, that your word has gone forth. That word will not, has, will not return void. Every purpose that has been attached to that word, it will be accomplished. From the youngest to the oldest in this sanctuary, God, we thank you that this will be a year like no other. So, God, just have your way. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name.
before we go into the next portion of our <clears throat> worship service, we want to speak to everyone in here and those of, us, those of you who are watching us online. The first step in making application is accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you, if you are in here tonight and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity to make that decision. If you're in here, in here tonight and say, you know what, in 2022, uh, I struggle. Uh, I'm not where I should be in my walk with Christ. And tonight I want to rededicate my life to him. This is an opportunity for you to make a fresh start. Amen. To reconnect. Amen. So, for those of you who are watching us online, and you've made and you've made that decision, those of you who are watching us, in, who are listening in here, if you would pray this simple prayer with me, dear Lord. I recognize that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. So on this night, I acknowledge that Jesus Christ was born, died, and raised. And tonight I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior to come into my life, to come into my heart, that I might be saved. I thank you now, in Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.